We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Well, some people say the Ravens overspent on Odell Beckham Jr., and maybe they did. But if you ask Rich Eisen, it was a brilliant signing. And OBJ is already worth every single penny because he could lure Lamar Jackson back to Baltimore. Yeah, and we're going to look at three major clues at how the Ravens' strategy to bring Lamar back is already paying off. And you can count ESPN's Marcus Spears as one believer. If Lamar Jackson is not playing quarterback for the Baltimore Ravens based on what they just did for Odell Beckham Jr. in a $15 million guarantee, I'd be shocked. I'm Sarah Ellison, and I'm back with Bobby Trossett. It's Tuesday, April 11th, and this is your morning Ravens update from Inside the Vault. So Lamar's business partner, Ken Francis, as we all know by now, broke his silence on Monday in a wide-ranging interview on Glenn Clark Radio. Plus, at 30 years old and after two ACL tears, is OBJ capable of being a true wide receiver one for Baltimore this season? We have all that and more coming up. Thanks for waking up with the Morning Vault, where you get the most important Ravens news in about 15 minutes. So, partner, we are a little over 24 hours removed from Baltimore's massive announcement in which they signed Odell Beckham Jr., as we know, to a one-year deal worth up to $18 million, $15 million of which is guaranteed money. And, Bobby, there's plenty of people, including myself, that didn't see the Ravens stepping up and spending that kind of money on a free agent wide receiver because, well, we've covered it many times. It's totally uncharacteristic of this team. Some have even called it a desperate move by the Ravens that is trying to convince its quarterback, Lamar Jackson, to play football in Baltimore again. And you know what? Maybe it is a little desperate. But if you ask NFL reporter Rich Eisen, it is also an absolutely brilliant move and money well spent. And in case you might be sitting here saying, that's too much money for the Ravens to do this. Worth every penny. Worth every Every penny, because that FaceTime of Odell talking to Lamar, if it did in fact happen after this news broke that Odell personally confirmed by putting his beautiful child in a Ravens uniform on his Instagram (laughs) account and in a Lamar jersey, to say the least, 
perfect communication to Lamar from the Ravens through Odell Beckham Jr. to say, we got you. We got your back. You sign that tender or you come to the table. Let's talk. We love you, Lamar. We got you, Odell, in the middle of all this stuff between the two of us. We're changing our image. We changed our coordinators. But we're not, despite the tag we applied, which is the way they term it, to Lamar Jackson. We're not changing quarterbacks. Come back, Lamar. There we go. And... Give him number 13. 13 plus 8 equals 21, which is a winning hand in Las Vegas, which is where the Super Bowl is. Let's go. Look at you, Rich. This is the message the Ravens just sent to Lamar Jackson and the rest of the NFL world on Easter Sunday. Worth every penny already. They just got to get Lamar in the fold. And one great way to put it is to go out and get... Odell Beckham Jr. and his 15 million guaranteed, heck of a lot cheaper than 200 some odd million guaranteed. Lamar, come to the table. Let's talk. You know, you went, you went, you you looked around. Nobody signed you. Nobody gave you the offer sheet. We're gonna we're gonna match it anyway. Come on. You got Odell. That's essentially the message. When you come home, the person waiting for you is Odell Beckham Jr. And they were able to, on Easter Sunday, communicate this to Lamar Jackson, that they love him, they're ready to support him, they're ready to keep loving him and supporting him in the manner in which he's already become accustomed to or didn't want anymore because of the money conversation. And the money conversation is now, through Odell Beckham Jr., communicated to Lamar how much they want him from somebody not named Bashadi DaCosta or Harbaugh. I think it's a brilliant move. Brilliant move. All right, so I totally agree with Rich here. If, it is a big if, but if signing Odell is what gets Lamar back to the negotiating table, or at the very least, scratch a long-term deal, at the very least, if it makes it so that Lamar doesn't hold out in 2023, then this indeed is a brilliant move by Steve Bishotti and Eric DaCosta. And by the way, while I agree it's an overspend, I think it's being wildly exaggerated. And we don't have time today to get into those numbers, but I promise we certainly will later in another episode this week. So for today, I'm simply going to focus on the strategic angle of using OBJ as a way of getting Lamar back. So here's the question, Bobby. Is this just wishful thinking that this signing will actually lure Lamar back, or is there substance behind it? Now, Lamar hasn't made any statements either way, so all we can do is go by his actions and by the actions of OBJ. And I've got three actions or three clues that indicate Baltimore's strategy just might work. Action or clue number one. Lamar was an active participant in recruiting Odell. Yes, that is according to NFL Network's Ian Rappaport and Tom Palacero. And by the way, their report was corroborated by the fact that Lamar and OBJ were seen at a Miami club together on the Saturday before Odell signed the contract on Easter Sunday. So it'd be crazy for Lamar to recruit Odell only to leave him high and dry. And can we just pause for a quick second and note the irony and the fact that Lamar was actively pitching the top wide receiver on the market to come to Baltimore when, I mean, 
he himself technically isn't even sold on the Ravens, right? Like, at least not sold enough to have signed a contract at this point. Yeah, Bobby, I've noted the irony, and it is totally wild. But it's just another instance that shows Lamar does his own thing. He does things his own way. And by the way, you want another wild plot twist? How about action or clue number two that indicates things might still work out? All right, get this, Bobby. Lamar was in active negotiations with the Ravens at the very time that he sent out a tweet saying that he had asked for a trade. All right, Pelissero explained this one on Rich Eisen's show. So this has not been a March 2nd. That was the end, even though Lamar wrote it like, that was the, the goodbye, thank you for everything, I'll see you around the way. They were still talking. They were still negotiating. And maybe this is what all part of what Lamar thinks is negotiation in his mind. But to the extent that Lamar's options are limited to either he signs an offer sheet or, or works out a deal. Let's put it that way. He right. works out a contract with a new team. It's hard to judge anything going on with Lamar right now by anything other than his actions. And the most recent actions we have with Lamar are continuing to negotiate with the Ravens, being an active participant in the recruitment, successful recruitment of Odell Beckham Jr. And Lamar tweeting out right after something about his soul food restaurant being closed on Easter, tweeting out the photo from him FaceTiming Odell right after the deal got done. You would look at all that and say, as you put it, Rich, well, Odell must know something. I think that everybody is reading Lamar's actions here, but in terms of is something done, has Lamar given up on doing an offer sheet someplace else? Is this all over? Lamar's back in the Ravens uniform. It was never over in the first place that Lamar was gone, regardless of what he tweeted. Now we're just in a place where, yeah, the Ravens have paid $15 million, maybe $18 million to give him something that you would certainly think that he wanted in Odell Beckham Jr. Let's now see what, if any, impact that has on negotiations that have not seemed to be impacted by a whole lot over the past couple of years. So, yeah, those are awfully telling actions on Lamar's part. And if they aren't enough to convince fans and media that it means he will be back at a bare minimum for 2023, it sure seems like it was enough to convince OBJ. Otherwise, I mean, it would make zero sense for him to sign a deal here in Baltimore. Yeah, I totally agree with you, Bobby. And that's the third action or the third clue and perhaps the most convincing, the most telling that the Ravens strategy is working. Now, there are some that would argue that OBJ had 15 million reasons to choose Baltimore over the New York Jets. And therefore, his signing has nothing to do with who the quarterback is. And hey, we'd be naive not to think that the money didn't play at least, you know, some part, I'd say a big part in his decision. But I have a hard time thinking that an extra, what, $4 million would be enough to sway OBJ to play with Tyler Huntley over Aaron Rodgers for a year in New York. And if you ask ESPN's Damian Woody and Marcus Spears, Lamar essentially communicated to Odell that he'd have his back. And they say there's no way players would lie to each other about something like this. Here's their debate with Mike Greenberg and Jeremy Fowler. But you know who does know what Lamar can do is Lamar himself. That's Lamar. the point here, Marcus. So OBJ has the best source of anybody. All our reporters, the best reporters in the entire business. We got him. Fowler and Diana and Kimberly and Shefty and everybody. But the reality is yeah. OBJ who's talking to Lamar himself. And you saw it right there on the FaceTime. 
G, let me make another good point because that's that's amazing. That's an amazing point you just made. Let me make another point. We're not going to lie to each other. We'll lie to Jeremy Fowler. We'll lie to the organization. Most of the time, players ain't going to lie to each other. Yeah. Right? So when you, like me and Woody, we've, we boys, or we've been having a lot of respect for each other's game for a long time. And he playing for the New York Jets. And, and, and I'm a D tackle in the league. And me and Woody been boys for a long time. If I tell Woody I'm coming to play for the New York Jets, he knows the expectation. The expectation is for him to be there and for us to go try to win a championship. Because those conversations that happen between us as players is more about what's happening on the football field. Not the realm of all of the talking media or what's going on in the front office. When we have conversations about playing the game, especially if we're talking about playing for the same team, it's about what's going to happen on the football field. And it ain't new that we've seen quarterbacks and wide receivers have this kind of discourse leading up to maybe signing in free agency or guys reaching out to guys. I refuse to believe in, 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 my, in talking to Odell Beckham Jr. and knowing him, and, and a lot of people don't give him a, a, enough credit for how much of a competitor he is and how important winning is to him. It is no way in my mind that he is going to Baltimore with an unknown situation at quarterback. I refuse to believe that. Mm-hmm. If Lamar Jackson mm-hmm. is not playing quarterback for the Baltimore mm-hmm. Ravens based on what they just did for Odell Beckham Jr. in a $15 million guarantee, I'd be shocked. See, I'm fascinated by all that, especially what Marcus is saying, because Odell, if he's getting $15 million guaranteed from the Ravens, Aren't you going there if, if regardless of who the quarterback is, if the other team's offering you eight, ten? I mean, that's a huge oh, yeah. gap. It, it, it's a bigger bag than the other one nah. would have gotten. It's like a big Louis Vuitton <laughs> instead of a little uh, gym bag. It, it is, but no, nah, because I think the competitor, you know, Marcus talked about the competitor in Odell Beckham Jr. He, he's not going to go into a situation where it could be doomed to fail. He's going there to put himself in the best position. No, nah, he's getting paid this year, yep. but to set himself up to get paid again. And still to come here on The Vault, Lamar's business partner, Ken Francis, broke his silence with his first on-air interview since last month's fiasco. You're not going to want to miss this. Stay tuned. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. All right, Bobby, we're learning more about Lamar Jackson's business partner, the now famous Ken Francis. 
thanks to a recent interview conducted by Glenn Clark Radio. Oh, yes, that we are. A mystery man no longer, if you will. And just in case you were living under a rock last month or perhaps in Japan traveling the world, <laughs> uh, this is the guy who was at the center of a league-wide memo sent out to all 32 NFL teams. And, of course, informing clubs that Ken Francis may be contacting teams and attempting to persuade club personnel to enter into negotiations with Lamar to use some of the direct language that was sent out in that memo. Now, being that Francis is not an NFLPA certified agent and Lamar continues to represent himself, obviously, the only person who can legally negotiate and interact with interested organizations is Lamar. Anyways, here's Francis on how he and number eight first came into contact. Well, we're both South Florida guys, so we ran into each other a few times. Um, but we finally had an opportunity to sit down. Um, Lamar has a restaurant called Play Action. Yep. It's a soul food restaurant in Pompano Beach, Florida. And at the time, my product was a prototype. I introduced it to him and his team, and the rest was history. Um, right away, Lamar got involved with the development of our product um, and where we was able to add items that are beneficial to athletes and average fitness consumers. Like, for example, he was very big on making sure that we had an agility ladder. He wanted heavier weights to implement the ball barriers into the dumbbells to assist with ab workouts, just to name a few. And just as a reminder, the entire gym is what they're launching together this summer, which is basically like a portable fitness experience. But here's another snippet from the interview when Glenn asks Ken point blank about the national reports that claimed he was reaching out to teams on Lamar's behalf. Yeah, well, well you know what the media, you know, they're, they're trying to create a narrative. Um, but when it comes to contract and negotiation, man, I cannot speak on Lamar's behalf. That That is between Lamar and Eric DaCosta. Um, I have nothing to do with that, you know? So when the story came out, it was a shock to me, but it's not true at all. Right. I never tried to negotiate for, for Lamar. Uh, we're pitching a product, um, a, our product, the entire gym. So we've been trying to get it out there. It, 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 it's been seen by a lot of people. So if anything came before about contract negotiation, man, it's not true at all. Can I can I ask? Is it is it? Have you been pitching the product to NFL teams at all? Like, have you been? Has that been something that maybe has happened? You've been trying to work with the team, and somebody else heard that and said, "Oh, what's he working for Lamar?" Like, has that been part of the process? Yes, 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 yes. Correct. And and that might have been where where the, the information got a little twisted. Okay. Um. Um. I yeah. I have pitched the the product to to a few NFL teams. In, in effect, a partnership, yes. Uh, I'm just going to say this, Sarah. I mean, I'm not buying what he's selling there whatsoever, but I suppose we're going to have to leave that up to listener interpretation. Here's more from Francis. The thing is, right, I, I have personally never heard Lamar speak negatively about Coach Harbaugh or Eric DaCosta. You know, as far as I'm concerned, he has the utmost respect for those guys. That's huge. The Baltimore Raven. It's a first-class organization. I personally feel like they would do the right thing, you know, but it's up to them. Um, Lamar loved the city of Baltimore and all of his fans, and his number one priority is to win the Super Bowl for this or for who he plays for and an amazing fan base. But again, you know, it's, it's up to Eric DaCosta and the Baltimore Ravens. That's fascinating. And Lamar to sit down and kind of figure out, you know, the next move, whether they're going to do what's right by him or, you know. So I, it's, it's kind of up in the air, but I mean... Who would love to see that, right? So, look, all in all, I personally find this entire Ken Francis saga to be deeply confusing and honestly flat-out suspect on a number of levels. You're telling me that Lamar's business partner was reaching out to NFL teams 
to pitch them on a startup portable gym. These are world-class organizations, Sarah. Like, I just don't buy that even for one second. What I will buy, though, is the continued optimism and positivity expressed by national reporters like Ian Rappaport in recent weeks, which you just heard Ken echo there in that last clip when it comes to the continued professional civil relationship that seems to still exist between Lamar and the Ravens front office. As you have said many times before, and I'm with you, just because there's a disagreement, and it might be a significant disagreement, it probably is when it comes to guaranteed money, doesn't necessarily mean there's a permanent, unworkable relationship strain in Baltimore between the two parties. Okay, Sarah, so we've talked about how signing OBJ was a strategic signing and also a message, really, sent to Lamar, but let's not forget the impact he's going to have on the field, or at least we hope he could have on the field. We haven't even gotten to that yet because all of this has been more relevant almost, at least in the initial part here, talking about what it means financially and what it means specifically for Lamar. It's crazy that we've been wanting, or fans have been wanting a wide receiver for all these years. Now we haven't even been able to talk about his on-field impact, but we will do so now. Now, some of the reason people think that OBJ was overpaid is because he hasn't played in a year after suffering his second ACL tear in the same knee. And that happened in that Rams Super Bowl win in 2021. That's completely fair. And it's a, it's a concern for sure it is. But let's not forget, he will be more than a year removed from that injury. And when he did go down, he was well on his way to becoming the Super Bowl MVP. Bobby, OBJ comes up big on the biggest and brightest stages. And prior to going down, in just 12 games with the Rams, he notched 48 catches for 593 yards and seven touchdowns. So as long as he's healthy, and we don't know that that to be the case, but if he is, Bobby, he's going to have a massive impact in Baltimore. I don't care if he's a true number one or, you know, maybe a borderline number one, number two. That's fine because the Ravens have another borderline number one, number two, and Rashad Bateman. Anyway, here's Marcus Spears on what he thinks OBJ can bring to the table. Absolutely. He's ready. And, and it's because of his makeup and who he is, G. We all understand. First of all, we know Odell Beckham Jr. loves the bright lights and the big games. And we've been talking about Lamar Jackson in this situation for the last two years. Now, if Lamar Jackson comes back and him and Odell Beckham Jr. have a record-breaking season, and to your point, he becomes the first wide receiver to go to the Pro Bowl, that's in the Baltimore Ravens uniform, that changes the, the entire narrative. This is also his best opportunity to get a long-term deal. This, is, this was always about health. It was never about talent or what he could do at the wide receiver position. The last time we saw Odell Beckham Jr. play football, he was trending towards being the Super Bowl MVP. Yep. That's mm -hmm. how good he yep. was. And, and that was with Cooper Cup opposite of him, who is a phenomenal wide receiver as well. So, look, if he stays healthy and Todd Munkin coming over from Georgia and them trying to evolve and expand this offense, and I've been crying for the Ravens to get a wide receiver for I don't know how long, this could be magic. And don't take that Instagram post lightly that mm. him and Lamar Jackson are looking at each other in that particular situation either. And before I fly, some other quick news items, beginning with this from former NFL scout and current Reese's Senior Bowl executive director Jim Nagy. Here's the tweet. It reads, quote, 
one thing has become clear on calls around the league the past couple weeks. The NFL isn't nearly as high on this year's wide receivers class as the media. Frequently seeing four to five wideouts in mocks, I've spoken to numerous teams that have only one first round grade at the position, and that guy is Jackson Smith and Jigba, of course, from Ohio State. And in other news, NBC's Peter King weighed in on Baltimore's draft strategy now that OBJ is officially a Raven. He wrote, quote, Odell Beckham's a good signing for the Ravens, but I doubt it changes their draft plans one iota. Baltimore still will strongly consider a first-round receiver, in part because the three or four top receivers should land in a bunch right around where the Ravens pick in the first round at 22, close quote. Now, Sarah, I recognize that those two quick hits sort of contradict one another, but being that we just had this discussion in our instant reaction episode to OBJ's signing... I figured it was uh, relevant information to share, and, and we'll see how the next few weeks shake out as we lead up to April 27th, the opening round of the draft. Thank you for listening to The Morning Vault. We created our show to keep you plugged into all things Ravens. So if you've been enjoying our content, please consider joining one of our membership platforms at patreon.com backslash Ravens Vault podcast. Now, as you know, we've been betting on ourselves by creating content independently from any big broadcast station or corporation. So with your membership support, you'll help us keep churning out daily content for years to come. And a special shout out to two of our returning patrons this month, Warren Wonderlick and Ken Buckner. We appreciate you both for believing in what we're building here in Baltimore. We'd also love to hear from everyone, whether you're a patron or not, with comments, questions, or if you'd ever be interested in advertising. You can reach us by email via BaltimoreRavensVault at gmail.com. And we will be having our monthly Q&A mailbag episode coming up in a few weeks. So if you are a patron or if you just have a burning question out there, be sure to hit us up again at BaltimoreRavensVault at gmail.com. That is all the time we've got today, but we'll be back on Wednesday with the Ravens news you need to know. <laughs>